0: And we're back for another part train. Uh, this this episode I think has a little bit more of a somber, sobered tone than maybe some of our other episodes. We've got both we've got the whole crew here. We got Strat and yep. Serm, Uncommon Times. Um, and we're just gonna talk about it a little bit. What do you what's going on guys? How you how you holding up?
1: I was being in LA. That's always fun. I so, uh, <laughs> couldn't have picked a better time to be in quarantine. Mm -hmm. So that's a blast.
0: Two kids under the age of four.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That part's very fun. (laughs) Super, super mellow.
0: But you can talk about, you know, maybe for the parents that are listening, we can get to maybe what you've been doing. It's been inspiring stuff.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh,
2: Inspiring stuff. We're going to
0: talk about, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff here. I think um, we'll probably start by talking a little bit about, um Matt and I's mutual best friend. He was actually on the podcast last week on couples therapy, ironically, um, or two weeks ago. Uh, but his whole family was impacted by the coronavirus. So we're gonna talk about that because it's been um real it's been different to have I think a lot of people are seeing the numbers, but when it affects you personally, it's a little bit different. Um we're gonna talk about the new norm at home. Uh how our parents are, are experiencing this, how we are, uh, how you can keep the golf game sharp at home. And then we're going to talk a little PJ Tour, I think, at the end and uh, the scheduling implications and things. But before we do, um, let's go. Let's talk real quick about our partner. You know, it's all about supporting um, businesses like Roback. Um, they've been a partner for ours for a little bit. I, I personally, I don't know about you guys, I've been wearing the performance tees every day. Because you know, at quarantine life at home, extra comfort, good,
2: good, yeah, good work from home gear right there.
0: It's super good for work from home. Um, but I don't know if you guys saw, but they just released a new, um, pretty snazzy polo called the all inclusive. Uh, definitely not a stripe and uh, some right. crazy quarter zips as well. So enter that code train, yeah, for 20% off and give yourselves. I mean, I just got myself a hoodie. Um, from another brand, and I treat it as a time to treat myself. You know, I'm going to be sitting at home, yeah. and I want to be able to sit in something comfortable, and I deserved it. So, if you guys, you guys deserve it too. Enter the code TRAIN twenty percent off.
2: I, I just ordered the uh, the Ball Boy, which is a white long sleeve. Kind of excited about yeah, was that no? the
0: polo long sleeve or a performance tee uh, long sleeve?
2: Great, great question. That's the polo long sleeve. <laughs> kind of excited you know i was telling you guys when to got the bleaker one of their vests you know it's gonna be a great monday friday at the office look
0: mm.
2: i might <laughs> but like i was saying i'm having trouble working from home and structure and things so i might just want to when it arrives just bust it out and act like i'm at the office because i need to find some flow and maybe that. we can talk about that in a little bit for sure
0: so i thought we could maybe start with um you know, just having a safe space. You guys are we're on the trust tree here. Um, can you guys talk through why it was tough and why it just didn't feel right? Maybe why it still doesn't feel right to do this podcast right now in regards to everything that's going on.
2: Go ahead, Strat.
1: Uh, I mean, while it's, you know, pretty wild times, I think nobody really grasped the severity of everything and I'm not sure people still grasp it. Uh, And I don't know what it's going to take, barring complete catastrophe and super high death tolls for people to figure it out. Um, So that's certainly what I've been struggling with is just knowing that it's a big deal and uh, still seeing a lot of people outside and people not doing what they should to be protecting themselves and the people around them. So it's it's a trip. I mean, I don't know. This is this is going to be some wild shit to talk about in 10 years time when hopefully we're all out on the other side so it's just uh it's it's weird and i hope that we can get serious about it and people figure out what's going on but as of now still doesn't doesn't quite seem that way i don't know what you guys think
2: no i think you're i think you're dead on it's crazy because i feel like we're just at the beginning of this i mean none of us are medical experts here on this but we all know enough so we're just at the beginning but you know, without the sports world or the golf world, for that matter, because what we talk about, it's been, what, a week or, I don't know, eight, nine days, and it feels like an eternity, right? So it's like, yeah. and then combine that with all other sports. Um, So it's just kind of like, you know, it's we're at the beginning, it's continuing to get worse. I mean, we didn't do, we thought we maybe were going to do an episode last week. We decided not to, because we felt like yeah. it was going to unfold so much more and we don't really have, where's our voice in this, but it's unfolded so much now and it's going to unfold so much. It's going to get worse and worse. And it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's hard to it's hard to wrap your, our heads around what,
0: uh, I don't know. Yeah. And I think the strats point, like we didn't want to make light of it, you know, like right. I think, and this might flow into, you know, our, our experience with Ryan and his family, Um, but I, I had an interesting, uh, aha moment and, and I've always treated it really seriously. Um, you know, I was, I basically didn't leave the house unless it was going on a walk or needing to go back to the grocery store to get more food. Um, but I think our generation, it's really easy. I mean, we're home all day and we're on Instagram and it's, uh, funny meme after funny meme and we're kind of joking about like the dialogue from our generation has mostly been do we do you guys have more puzzles to build do you have a good show i can watch on netflix like it was all around boredom right and 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 not going crazy um whereas the reality really struck me when ryan called me and at this time like it was crazy Sir, I don't know if you know this, but yes, I think like less than a week ago, maybe even a few days ago, there was only 10 confirmed cases in Missouri and we were oh, yeah. best friends with five of them. Like how crazy is like Ryan's family was five of the 10 yeah. in Missouri. And I think what hit me like a, a bag of bricks was, you know, Ryan didn't, Ryan and Brittany didn't know that they had it right and i was with them i was in st louis on march yeah. 5th march 6th we had dinner together i saw his mom who had it and didn't even know it yet and you know his mom is late 60s perfectly healthy and had to be sedated on a ventilator like couldn't breathe on her own she's and been on a
2: ventilator for several days several days
0: and, and then and, and, her husband and, had to go too mike i mean it's just it's scary it's, stuff it, because you know them, right. and it's a sobering moment, and you're like, "Holy shit! Like this is real. This isn't just something we've been watching on CNN, and that affects." I mean,
2: five five people in one family. Yeah, right. And it's like, and telling the story to people, and it's like, it's it, really because to Strat, like, uh, Strat's point about. People just not doing what they should be doing, like not doing their part. And I think we all feel the same way about that. And how do like when you talk to people from different parts of the country for whatever or whatever they are, they don't think it's that big of a deal. It's tell them this story about the Winehouse family because so they can share that story. When I'm telling the story, it's like, so, hey, you know, my buddy Ryan got it. Someone's like, oh, sorry. It's like, well, his wife has it, too. Oh, really? And his brother has it, too. Oh, my God. Worse off, his parents are in the ICU on ventilators yeah, and it's like people get stopped in their tracks and you know uh we can't share it enough you know you know we hope everybody listening out there is healthy and their friends and family aren't affected but like you said ev and this is this is taking on just a whole new i don't know idea and perspective of what's important in life and how we can all try to get through this together you know
0: well the crazy thing too is and strat i know i told you a little bit about him and you've heard us mention him over the years. Um, but imagine being Ryan and they just flew to Phoenix for this. So they're in uh, insurance. And if you, you know, you're you one of the top sales folks, you get invited to this trip. This trip is like, you know, full stop. It's unbelievable. It's in Scott's, it was in Scottsdale this year. And your goal like, of performing all year is to get invited out to this week-long, all-expenses-paid trip. They get there. I couldn't believe it was still happening. And then the day they get there, the company is like, no, it's not worth it. It's escalating. We need to cancel. And so Ryan and Brittany started to feel sick. And then they heard about what happened with their mom. They're, you know, they're not home. They're getting rushed to the hospital or mom and dad. And then imagine both your parents being put in the ICU or the hospital. Mike wasn't in the ICU yet, but still both your parents are sick. And you might have it, and you have to drive 24 hours because you can't get on a plane from Arizona to St. Louis. While and then you can't even
2: then you can't even go see them, right? And that's what's been so crazy about all this, right? You yeah. can't go see anybody that you care about. Strat, you know anybody? Have you heard or friends or family connected to you that's had it or yeah? I mean, I like, every,
1: I mean, my uh, my uncle has it. He thankfully just got released from the hospital. He was there for two weeks with wow. like pneumonia, and then my brother uh, is a nurse and so he's been exposed to it so pretty good chance that he's got it and then my dad is a physician as well and he's had to actually stop seeing patients because he's over 65 so it's like he can't actually go in to oh, see shit. patients so it's uh you know it like i'm sure everybody and if they if they haven't been touched by it yet they will be by the time this is over which is crazy so it's just right. it's wild shit
0: is that standard across the board, Strat, that um, physicians and medical professionals over 65 are not advised to treat patients?
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it, it's pretty much the – it because, you know, they said at least in California, if you're over 65, you should, you know, not leave the house more or less and yeah. make sure people are getting you groceries and all that kind of thing. So then obviously it's just more, uh, more of a risk for him because he's – seeing patients and a lot of his patients are, are as old, if not older than he is. So they're at risk as well. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, it, everyone, everyone's certainly being affected for sure.
0: Let me ask you guys this. And Sermon and I were talking a little bit about this before you came on strap for recording. Um, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I noticed this in my life where I'd say in most areas of my life up until this point, my parents naturally worried more than I did in most things, right? Um, but in this, like, they were more overprepared for things where it's easier when you're younger to kind of just be like, yeah, yeah, you know, thanks for worrying about me, Mom, but I'll be okay. Don't worry about me. But in this case, it was the opposite. And maybe this wasn't the case for you, Strat, because your dad's a doctor. But for me, like, I am talking to my parents And I don't know if it was because California was hit sooner than Missouri, but they didn't really have any cleaning supplies, no gross, not a lot of groceries, planning to go to work as usual. And my mom has an autoimmune disease and is over 65 and, and it has to do with her lungs. So like my mom, you know, God forbid, definitely shouldn't be out and about, but I found that very surprising. I felt like in our age group, in our generation, I know that they're kind of getting crushed a little on the news of like they're not taking it seriously, but I feel like maybe that's a little bit one stage below us age-wise. I feel like our group has actually been doing a pretty good job and really knowledgeable about it, whereas I was surprised my parents really didn't know how serious it was.
2: I I mean, I think it's a little, I don't know if there's really one trend because, I mean, I think we're knowledgeable about it because of our access and our, you know, how we live our lives with technology, right? Compared to that generation. But I've heard it from all over. Like you see, obviously on the news, all these idiot Gen Z's, millennials on their spring breaks acting like they deserve spring break and then they're spreading it and getting it. But I've had like, to your point, talking to people in the that in the older generation that was very defiant. Even in Chicago, like about ten day, you know, eight nine days ago, when it was pretty serious, but certainly not what it was now. But like, so I don't know about you, strap, but I've kind of heard a total. It's been a total mix, good, bad, and different. I don't know if there's really a trend.
1: Yeah, I've seen the same. It's been people that are kind of refusing to think that it's as serious as it is, and I don't know where the fuck that comes from. But I think slowly people are starting to figure it out what it you know how bad it is and i, th- I think unfortunately like i said it's going to take uh, some serious stuff happening for people to finally be like oh shit like it's going to take to your guys point the fact that you know someone who's in an icu is like obviously rattled you too and i think that's unfortunately what it'll take for a lot of people to figure well,
2: it out when you see new york chicago and la's you know hospital systems get infiltrated to the point of you know disaster. What's going to happen in you know Wichita, Kansas, right, or Charleston, South Carolina, like smaller places? And I, I think some of these smaller areas where they don't think it's as prevalent, and it, but it is, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I do want to say scary. one it's thing. It's really
0: scary. I think it's really easy and understandably so. Like it's easy to have a lot of fear right now, and so much so that like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's part of you that's like afraid to leave the house. Like even when I'm going on my walk and I pass someone, you know, there's that, that fight or flight instinct in you as a human being. That's like, do they have it? You know, if if they cough, when they run by me, am I going to get it? Right. And so I do want to say one quick thing because this has provided me a little bit of comfort. Whereas, and again, who knows? I don't know the science behind when I was with Ryan and Brittany and saw his mom and I don't know where the virus was in their system when we um, were together for a night. But if you do think about the fact that I had dinner and had drinks with Ryan and Brittany when they probably had it and I saw their mom the day before we ran into them in the neighborhood cause their brother lives on my street. Um, I, I mean, Tara and my girlfriend and I were at this time, we were always washing our hands right? We're doing everything they're saying. We weren't really touching anything. We would use our shirt or our jacket to open things. Um, we wouldn't touch our face that at least can provide hopefully a little bit of comfort. The fact that I got as close to it as you possibly can and, and I'm okay. That at least gives you some sense of control of like, hopefully if you do the right things and you stay at home most of the time. And when you don't, you know, you wash your hands. You're not touching your face when you get in. Like we take we throw those clothes in the hamper. We we shower. I wash mm-hmm. packages before they come in. Like it might seem a little crazy, but we've well, been I, doing I, I that, would... you know, and I think at least that gives me something to, that I can do besides staying at home. That gives me a little bit of comfort versus like this fear of I can go out and I can get it and I'm like doomed. You know what I mean?
2: Right. I mean, but it's like, it's, it's probably beyond the washing the hands. Like, I don't know. We work every time we leave the apartment with Jess and I, we I mean, we put gloves on, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, how do you balance not being paranoid? Right. But taking the right actions and still yeah. living, living your life in whatever capacity that how is. How do you so.
0: balance that strat? Cause I know you you guys are staying active and you've got two little ones. And I would imagine, you know, as you guys have experienced over the years, like kids touch everything. And so how do you balance that anxiety of having kids and staying active and staying sane mentally while also like trying to do everything you can to keep your family healthy?
1: Uh, I mean, it's just being super vigilant about everything. I'm the only one that's leaving the house to get stuff. Uh, and then the kids haven't left the house. Um, and we're just, you know, playing in the backyard and stuff and taking walks around the block. But you know, there's, it's just like, I mean, it's, it seems like crazy stuff, but it's like, you know, disinfecting the mail and packages and like, you know, throwing clothes in the wash as soon as you come back from having to go to the grocery store, taking shoes off, just kind of like weird shit like that, yeah. you know, that just trying to reduce the the, the chance for potentially getting stuff um, while also trying to make sure that they don't really realize that. How serious it is just because they're kids, you know,
0: so right maybe on a lighter note strat You could tell the listeners what you've been doing with your kids. I mean it's been an instagram sensation Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's an inspiration for all parents to get creative and have some fun Well,
1: yeah, well, we're certainly not the only ones doing stuff But we've been doing uh ninja warrior in the backyard and setting up, uh some pretty complex obstacle courses (laughs) um Introduced a water feature today with Mm -hmm. a a traverse that they needed to navigate. Um, And then uh, we've been keeping them on a pretty tight schedule. But uh, granted, the schedule is, you know, 3 p.m. We're blowing bubbles. And at uh, 4.30, (laughs) we're doing snack. And at 5, we're doing puzzles. So it's been, it's just, I'm sure like everyone, trying to create some type of normalcy throughout all of this is But, But structure too right so yeah structure structure and and yeah making the the strange less strange
0: on a, on a darker note it's probably the worst time in history that Strat's simulator in his garage could break yeah i've been <laughs> uh, i've been be on tough.
1: a pretty tense email thread with the good people at SkyTrack trying to get them to figure out what the hell's going on and it's looking like I'm going to have to send it in to get fixed so
2: oh so it's not a, it, it. So, you're, so you're not using it as a ninja warrior obstacle area it's just a mechanical you
1: know, issue y- exactly yeah no <laughs> <laughs> the sim no. was working there, there would be no ninja warrior uh, situation at all
2: <laughs> right oh that's actually that's a good point
0: although there was yeah. one hell of a TRX swing over the T area Onto yeah, a yoga that, mat.
1: that's just, that's just the hitting mat. So the hitting mat's still fair game, but the actual unit itself is fucking. Maybe it's got the the Rona. Who knows? But it's it's not working.
0: <laughs> so for those people stuck at home, is there a way? Because I know in L.A. City golf courses were just city courses just shut down. Um, first of all, actually, before we talk about what we can do for our golf games at home, what do you guys think about that? Do you think because at first I thought, well, you know, part of it feels a little irresponsible and like whimsical to go out and play golf at a time like this. But at the same time, like it might be one of the best activities in regards to the spacing between you and other people. How do you guys feel about golf courses closing? Is that should it?
2: I mean, I mean, it's probably I mean, what what's the scenario if it's open, right? The scenario is there should be, you know, no carts no pins and don't expect any top level service from your country club or from even your public course. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I guess at this point
0: it's like, but
2: you're, but you're drawing attention to yourself, you know? Right. So like, you know, I'm fine with it, you know, right. Everything. It's how do you, as much as we love golf, it's a non-essential service. Right. right? (laughs) Why are we? You know, there's been so many people at my our driving range up until driving range diversity range, which is right by me, is up until Saturday where they put shelter in place. You know, because it was a great retreat for people. But I'm fine with it. <laughs> unfortunately,
0: so really, the only thing we can do is work on our putting and our chipping. Is that we, it on the carpet?
2: No, that we can work on a lot of things.
0: Oh, okay, sir. the floor is yours.
2: You know, and I I wrote a few things down, you know, (laughs) he's been working on this all day strat. I don't know about all day. You know, these things just kind of come to me from experience. Uh, Um, but you know, we had the polar vortex last year. Um, I mean, this is a time where you can really simplify what you're working on. Right. And really think about the one thing mechanically in your swing that you need to be better at for the season. Now we might be out on the course in a month or maybe four months, who knows? Right. But you can do a lot of shadow swings, but really think about that one thing that you're working on. So I think that's important. A lot of shadow swings in your apartment. I really think this is a huge thing is learn how to stretch, you know, and some people are better than others, but you've got that. We've got more time than ever on our hands. Learn how to stretch to benefit your health, but also your golf game. So, right, upper body flexibility—it's it, everywhere. Your whole body, right? But really, take the time to learn how to stretch. I love that, and I think that's maybe the most important out of all of these because nobody, can, everybody can be better at that. Putting mat—if you got it, it's key, right, Ev? I mean, Strat—you know, gotta have Not a putting sure. mat.
0: Gotta uh-huh. have a putting
2: mat. Uh-huh. Pre-shot routine. Workout. Are you working on it? work on it i mean
0: Strat, what else are you doing at home yeah are you still hitting balls into the mat with no sky track yeah i'm still
1: just... i'm still hitting them uh it's tough though with the the kids being there all the time it's like the only time is either when they go to sleep or when they're napping so mm. I can still hit into the to the screen. Uh, I have my putting green. Um, and then I've got my speed sticks. So now's the time to build speed, I suppose. Oh.
0: Code PARTRAIN, 10% off. It, yeah. Super Speed Golf. Great That's a good idea. Great
2: partner of the train.
0: Yeah.
1: Actually, there's something a... interesting. My my pops uh, was talking about a guy he golfs with. Is a, a buddy of his who's about the same age, late 60s, who's a single di- low single-digit handicapper. And he was telling my dad that he... Warms up before a round for no less than 45 minutes, and that means that's before he hits a ball. That's just yeah. straight oh. body work. He's stretching, he's doing plyometrics, and uh, it certainly got me thinking. So, uh, I mean, see, so retired, oh yeah, he's got time, <laughs> <laughs> but but, <laughs> but just I think of
2: you but just, yeah, just ten, I mean, ten ten 25 minutes, minutes of that, the, right? Maybe, right? Two. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the same. It's huge. It's absolutely
0: huge.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: well, you guys got some space, right? Like I'm here in an 820 square foot apartment, right? Or and it's a little colder here, right? So like, you know, I'm really grinding. I want you guys to know that. And I do, you know, selfishly for my golf game, I think it's important. I enjoy that grind.
0: I mean, should we fire you know? up? Should we fire up a little <laughs> Facetime party and uh, do a little putting contest remotely? I mean, mm-hmm. we can get That's creative so here. Possible. Yeah. Well, we know Possibly. who's going to win that. So. Yeah, well, I don't know. Strat's stroke has been looking pretty silky lately. The balls don't always really? go in, but the stroke.
2: What's, what what are, you, what are you working on, Strat? It might
1: be the only aspect of my game that's functioning at the moment, and I mean that quite literally. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, I, maybe it's because I'm not thinking about it because I'm so focused on how everything else is so bad. Mm. Jesus. So just... Just stepping up and hitting it, not really thinking about much.
2: But it you works. You guys have played a free Corona. You guys played a little bit together. You guys had a couple rounds, right? Last yeah, night. it was. Has I had a, I had
1: a round where it was. It was one of those rounds where I literally I forgot. I like got to the top swing and I couldn't tell you what the fuck to do next. It was
2: it was pretty bad. That's that's the worst. Yeah, it's yeah tough.
0: Yeah, it's lost. Been tough. Actually, it's kind we've of a funny place to be because that's where I'm at too, and it's like. When I look in the mirror, it looks good, but I can't, I can't take it to the range or the course. So I'm, I think I might be taking this time as like some reset. Maybe don't look at anything or who knows. You've
2: been kind of in between philosophies and I might go down a rabbit hole on YouTube. I want to just start
0: shallow out my downswing. I don't know. I might've already done it.
2: Maybe you should, maybe, maybe you shouldn't do that. (laughs) I already have. (laughs)
0: All right. (laughs) Anyways. Let's talk. Um, oh, actually, real quick, should we
2: uh, do you guys want to cover work from home? I know, Stern I mean, to you guys cover. can you guys can cover it for me because I, 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 I'm not good at it, I've never done it, I, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I mean, it's <laughs> I'd say, I mean, if the listeners want it, you guys need to give it to them because I need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, it's really
0: tough. Structure is the most important thing I've learned, and I'm not good at it yet. I think it's really easy. When you don't have to be anywhere at a certain time, it's really easy to roll out of bed, make your coffee and your breakfast and hop on a call um, or start working or and not get your workout in as you normally would. Suddenly you worked through lunch, you haven't eaten and you're haven't even brushed your hair. You know, it's it's tough. I think it, you got to bake in, got to do your normal I'm thing. Growing,
2: I, I'm growing a beard, which is great. It's Whoa, a lot I got fine... see this. Yeah. I think the, the
0: more structure the better. Act like you're going well, to the office, when, wake up early, work out, get dressed, shower and have like breaks, you know? Like it's really easy I, to I, keep working, but you got to like take a walk and
2: I imagine you guys try to get up cuz you know what it's like to work from home. You get up and try to have some sort of routine before you look at your work email or prop open your computer. Is that fair or no? Cuz I've heard that's that's important.
0: Yeah, you got to. I mean, it's really it's easy to just go into reaction mode all day. And then you're like, right. what, what did I do? You know, you're just like... Right. It's like you're moving papers around. You know, like Costanza. Right. Um, <laughs> Love it. But, yeah, nice. yeah, I'd say structure is the most important thing. Um, anything you've learned, Strat, over the years?
1: Uh, it's the same thing. Um, you know, I even with all this shit going on, I'm still setting my alarm for the same time, still doing the same routine. And then just, uh, you know, designating a place where you live as the workplace is a big help too. Mm. I found like when you know that you've got the office room as the place where you do work and nothing else goes down there besides work. Then at least when you're in there, you know that it's kind of time to get down to biz and then the rest of your place, you can do whatever you want. Um, but that's, uh, I mean, it's also tricky when you're sharing a place. I mean, you guys both have lady friends, and so it can be tricky to kind of split that up, too. But that's what's worked best for us is just one designated work zone.
2: Hi, this is great. I love
0: it. So why don't we close it out with uh some tour talk? Wow. I mean, I had... Tickets to the Masters. Masters in
2: October. Ev.
0: You want I to mean, how it? close do we? How how much do we? At least it's not going to rain, gonna then.
2: Happen? Oh, they're going to do whatever they. I think they're going to do whatever they can to make it happen. Weather. That's. But who knows, right? Because we don't know anything.
0: I mean, here's a fun fact for you guys. Um, all of these tournaments canceled uh, up until May. Let's see, May 10th. So through the AT and T, Byron Nelson canceled. Although there's three postponements, obviously the Masters, the PGA, but then the Corrales, Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship postponed.
2: Mm, Love that one. Very odd. That's tough. Well, that's that's actually, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, The Open is actually very defiant right now. They are on. And I think the UK (laughs) in general has been very defiant with this whole thing and a little behind, but they're still acting like it's happening. So I thought that was interesting. What do you think?
0: Like, what happens? I I was curious of like, and maybe this is, you know, the case with all businesses, but like you're a sponsor and your whole year is surrounded around being a title sponsor of this tournament or raising charitable money at this tournament in your city. And that tournament's canceled. No ticket sales. Tours probably got, I would assume refund right. the money like I just don't know the logistics around well, how you, you who
2: who writes the contracts right <laughs> what's in there
0: yeah I mean it's kind of crazy to think about how, how you section? solve that you know, like, like it seems like it's just sunk costs all around and there's really no fixing
1: I bu- it I have a buddy that owns uh, 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 his own company that does event staffing around the country and I mean obviously businesses halted at the moment for him right and uh, and he i just asked him i was like well, what are you gonna do and he's like i don't know i just gotta wait until hopefully this blows over by summer i've you know i've got like i can get till then and then at that point i don't know what i end up doing because it's you know to your point it's an entire ecosystem that exists around the tournament yeah there's the rich guys and the privileged athletes that get to play the tournament but it's also food vendors that count on that event every year. It's uh, yep. tent people that are setting up the VIP tents. It's scaffolding people. It's staffing agencies. It's booze distributors. It's truckers. It's, I mean, it's like, as as rich and white as golf is, it's a it's a big event, and it's right. still a lot of people that depend on it for a livelihood. And I think like, when South by got canceled, everyone was kind of talking shit about it, but then you realize that it's more or less. I mean, it it it. it seems like it's shut down the south by southwest company and austin itself is struggling royally because it's a massive event it's just you realize how connected everything is when something this disruptive occurs it's pretty fucking wild
2: well ev i think to your point like i mean a lot of you know a lot of pga tour tournaments are in big markets um but if you look at the lpga like you know they go they've always gone to like Markets like Springfield, Illinois, or Bentonville, Arkansas, State Farm Classic, for example. My buddy Daly, former Missouri State Bear teammate, he's the assistant pro at Pinnacle Golf Club, and they host a LPGA event every year. Like that's huge, right? That's yeah. huge for that market. And you know, obviously, it's it's not there, so it it kind of definitely it, it you know hits in different ways. But one thing I one thing I got to say, we were talking about golf course closures. The Cactus Tour and the Outlaw Tour, many tours in Arizona are still going on, by the way. And I was reading about it. Um, They are pushing through doing, you know, one person to a cart, you know, because the mini tours you can ride carts, obviously, one person to a cart, um, social distancing. And so, you know, mini tour guys and women, you know, they got a shot to make some money and still play. I don't know.
0: Well, I was just going to ask about that because obviously the corn fairy is done right yeah, um right. so like it's easy to think about oh well you know justin thomas dustin johnson all these guys millionaires doesn't no skin off their back right but right. what about all of these guys that are fringe pros that just one time make money made, on
2: weekend shootouts yeah, yeah
0: one high finish <laughs> makes their year you know it's kind of wild to think about you know what they do too because they play golf. That's all they do. And if there's no golf tournaments, then, you know, what do they do?
2: It's well, a lot of wild. times what they do is, is your the, Colt Gnosis talked about it, the money games that go on, you know, like, mm. you know, Whisper Rock or Florida and places like that. But, like, that's not happening. But Cactus and Outlaw Tour, they are, Outlaw <laughs> Tour are kind of fitting, right? You know? <laughs> Cactus and um, Outlaw Tour.
0: The, the research this guy puts in is just crazy deep research. I got
2: a lot of time a lot of time in my hands. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for the mini t- for the mini
2: tours. Yeah. Um,
0: well, I guess the-
2: you know it's good to educate you guys in these things. Something I am looking forward to looking forward to. And I think Strat really is because he's a big fan of one of the guys. Uh, Randall and Rory uh, tomorrow playing lessons <laughs> with the pros. Randall oh. on the course with Rory. I mean I- I'm excited. I Strat, don't know
0: which one he likes, to be honest. <laughs>
1: Wait, is this gonna be on a Golf Channel?
2: Yes. Playing. Okay. Have you ever heard of the show Playing Lessons with the Pros? I haven't. <laughs>
1: that's the first I'm hearing of it. Surprisingly. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm gonna have to watch it. This I'm is sure the kind of stuff in electric.
2: I mean, I mean, the Instagram clips of Brooks and DJ hitting it 300 yards, lefty. I mean, that's that great.
1: Fucking you know, oh yeah.
2: Infuri- that's the kind of stuff you guys awesome will much. watch all. The lefty. You guys will watch that all day. The lefty. Give me playing lessons the lefty
0: match between uh, JT and Ricky on Ricky's Instagram was the best thing I've seen since
2: Tiger winning the masters. That was okay. That's a bit, um, but it's nice. Yeah. Now tomorrow is going to be the best thing you've seen since winning the masters.
0: Okay. I don't know about that. Well, the last thing I'll say, um, we'll get out of here <laughs> is, uh, do you guys, how long do you guys think this will impact the way we live? Like, I'm not going to lie. I watched a uh, little plug here. If you go to, I don't think it's on YouTube yet, but if you go to masters.com or the masters app, you can watch the final round of the 2019 masters, which was really like an am- amazing bright spot for me over the last week. Cause you like forgot what was happening and strat. I think you'd agree. We spent that day together. That was one yeah, of the happiest can, days yeah, who, we've ever had.
2: Who can, who controls the parjain Twitter handle? Did they think it was a happy time? You know, for I mean, us.
0: that was that was incredibly <laughs> happy time. Uh, but anyways, I was watching, and obviously, I was very happy, and I was loving it, and I was getting jacked up all over again watching Tiger win and chew that CBD gum real, um, real slowly, and almost zen, almost zen like you know. Uh, but right. I saw these crowds, and I was like, oh my god, I'm supposed to go there in October. Uh, obviously I'm going if it's happening, but if it's allowed, but like, I'm not going to lie, looking at these people packed into these galleries with the way I'm living right now, I'm like, no thanks. And I'm like, oh wow, that has impacted the way I see things. How long do you think it's going to, like, are you not going to, are we not going to want to go to concerts and sporting events for like years? Like how how do you guys think it's going to impact
2: us? no. I mean, I'll let Strat talk, but go ahead.
0: I think that the
1: actions we're taking now and the way we're living now isn't going to. That'll as soon as they tell us we're good, people are gonna fucking rage. I think what's gonna shift is the way people plan and prepare for the rest of their lives. I think people are gonna start saving a lot more money now that they that. Tons and tons of people are going to be unemployed and up shit's creek without a paddle. I think people are going to start hanging on to food, perhaps maybe being a little bit more careful in terms of the way they plan. Like, I mean, this is—it's
2: good point. Depending gets, on how long this
1: lasts, yeah. it's like look at the Great Depression era. Like, th- those are people that they didn't take risks. They fucking knew how to stretch a penny. They their savings were always topped up. Like, this is a uh, this is certainly gonna leave a fingerprint on the DNA of this generation, and I think it'll have effects down the line for a long time.
2: Well, I mean, I think you'd like to think we're gonna, whenever, hopefully this ends sooner or later, but we're gonna come out better on the other side. It's gonna take a while to get to feel that better, but smarter, right, like as Strat said, you know, about our choices, whether it's financial, but, you know, about, you know, using more hand sanitizer, too, right? If we come a little cleaner through it all, it's great, but once it's once we've got something that can fix this and treat this, and I, I mean, I think we're going to be back to business as usual. Do you, do you disagree, Ev? I think
0: the thing that... People has, are
2: definitely going to rage. The celebration in Chicago because of how social and dense the city is might be a bit too much probably. But, but I think yeah. people won't be afraid to, to you know, release a little bit.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's why the, this whole talk about you know the wave number two kind of scares me the most of anything. Um. But that's a conversation for another time. I think my biggest realization of this piggybacking a little bit off strat is I never fully realized how uh, much we plan months in advance. Like, if you think about it, like your whole year was pretty much set with weddings or trips and weekend get togethers and. Like, look at your, I thought it was interesting. I was looking at my own Instagram the other day, just kind of reflecting on like literally every post I've done was probably like a weekend with friends. And it's like, wow, everything involves travel or groups for the most part. And all of that's been washed away, which is um, the wildest thing. So I'm definitely probably going to be more mindful of my hand washing um, moving forward, but I'm, I don't know. I, I think it'll definitely impact me a little bit. It'll probably take a little bit of time until I'm like not thinking about it, you know, cause right oh, now just, it's so well, on edge. Like
2: and like you said, if we think we're, if we feel like we're in the clear, it's like, are we really? Because you know, you got to give it some time. Yeah. So,
0: all right. Well, you guys got any other closing statements? We got a couple fun interviews coming up. Um, we do. We do, and uh, some good stuff coming. Anything you, you know? Who's want been to getting me through? On? What's that, sir?
2: Uh, Par train alumni, recent guest from 2020, Evan Schiller. Just following him. I mean, looking at his photos of you know where he's been, different courses has been just a great <laughs> distraction during these times. So if you're not following Evan Schiller, Evan Schiller on wow. he's at Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. He's been great. LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, seriously, that's actually where I see him most. Lot, oh, yeah, every day. Yeah. A lot of
0: organic reach on LinkedIn. Reach every day. On LinkedIn. <laughs> Not sure if you guys knew.
2: Yeah. The, uh, Al- Al- algo, your, the algo sure, is real yeah, premature yeah, sure. there.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, thanks for jumping on. And uh, stay inside. Stay well. Um, and keep doing everything we can and uh i What's hope it? all of your guys's loved ones and friends can do the same and a- uh you know we'll just rally together it's a time of togetherness
2: i miss episodes for the wine houses yes you know? hopefully it's uh everybody needed to hear it so yeah all right guys
0: stay safe all right take care guys see ya. see ya